a lot of you have probably heard of your course membership group coaching program should be open or it should be closed. And most people are teaching that it should be closed. And I'm not saying that it should be one or the other. I don't think there's one best only way to do anything. So in today's episode, what we're going to dig into is what is an open or closed model? Which one's right for your business? And then I'm going to show you the third type that no one's talking about that we implement in our business that has helped us grow to over a million dollars per year. So if you're ready for this, let's jump on in. Welcome to the Serve Scale Soar podcast, the podcast dedicated to helping service-based entrepreneurs scale their online business to five-figure months so they can soar into six-figure years. Your host, Brandy, is a wife, mom, and in less than one year, created a six-figure business. And now she is spilling all her secrets so you can too. Y'all, welcome back to another episode of the Surf Scale Store podcast. Okay, so here's the thing. You may be about to jump ship of this episode because you're like, Brittany, I don't have a leverage program. I don't have a course membership or a group coaching program. And hold tight with me because this also applies if you're working with people with this. So maybe you're an ad manager or a funnel builder or an OBM. The thing is, as service providers, our clients come to us and ask us advice on things. And so even if you don't have that program, this may be a good episode for strategy to give to your clients. And so don't jump ship on me yet. Plus also the other thing with this is you never know when that course membership or group coaching, the leveraged bug may bite. And so instead of a love bug, you may wake up one morning and be like, you know what? It's time to do the dang thing and let's create a program. And so this episode is going to serve you no matter if you already have an existing program, you are looking to start one or you're serving clients that are in the course membership group coaching field like I know a lot of you are. So I'm super excited to dive into this topic because I think it's usually an A or B conversation. And I'm not a big fan of A or B conversations where it's, you have to do it this way or you have to do it this way. I'm a big fan of when we can throw a CDEF conversation in there and open up more possibilities and choices. Because like I said, there's no one best only right way to do anything. And so when we know what our options are, we can find a model that fits best for our business. This is exactly what we do in Beta to Biggie. We give different paths that you can take. And now let's figure out which one's best for you, your business, because none of us have cookie cutter businesses. None of us have cookie cutter lives. None of us are cookie cutter people. So our marketing plan shouldn't be cookie cutter either. And so as I go through these, start to think about which one feels great to you. If you were in this situation or if you have a client, start to think about their situation. So first, before we jump in, talking about which one's best for your business, One thing we have to start off is, Brady, what does open or closed mean? Like, what does that even look like? So an open leverage program model means that people can join at any time. So this is kind of like beta to beta. It's by application only, but like we're on rolling admission. We don't close the doors or anything like that, at least not right now when I'm talking about this. But the other one is Surf Scale Sort, where we do have open and closed doors. And I'm going to go into a little bit more about that because Surf Scale Sort is not technically always a closed model. 
And then I had conversions for clients, which was very closed model. We opened the doors twice a year. That's when you could get in and that was it. So a much more, you know, different approach. So with this, I've talked about three models so far. Now, serve scale source, the one I'm going to talk to you about at the end, because it's a little bit different. So we have the open, which is beta to biggie. And then we have close that only opens up twice a year or once a year or none per year, which is conversions for clients. There's a very limited time where you can join. So that's what open means. You can always enroll in the program. Close means there's certain types of year that you can open. And then Serve Seal Soar is that magical sweet spot, which I'm going to talk about. So which one's right for your business? This is really a question for you, but I want to talk about some of the pros and cons of both. So when we talk about open model, one thing, I don't want to say the problem, but the thing with open model is there's no reason for people to join right now. As humans, our brain tries to conserve as much energy as possible. Our brain actually burns more calories throughout the day than any other organ in our body. So this is why you come up on decision fatigue by the end of the day is because your brain's been doing so much decision making and now it's trying to conserve its energy. It's trying to preserve the livelihood of your brain, the organ. And so this is why the number one argument, and I've done so many research on this, the number one argument amongst couples is what to have for dinner. And that's because by the time dinner rolls around, you're in decision fatigue. And this is where arguments come up. So I talk about in our pricing training that I have about decision fatigue and how can we take away, not have to make so many decisions. Well, for our clients, when they don't have to make a decision, they won't. It's our brain protecting themselves. So if it comes to, okay, I found this course. It looks really cool. It looks like it's open all the time. I'm going to go on and put it in my saved folder for later. And that's like the kiss of death for the most part, not always. And it's going to be saved for later. Now, when there's a deadline, like you have until X time to join. So with conversions for clients, we usually had a five-day, four-day window where people could join. We let them know ahead of time. But we said, this is when we're going to enroll people. And then after this, if you decide to join us, great. If not, we'll open the doors again later this year. And so there was a tight deadline. So people had to make a decision one way or the other, or the timer would make the decision for them. But in a sense, that's still making a decision. And so when we do that, it's not putting pressure. It's helping the brain make a decision in a certain amount of time. We need this. This is why like our bills that we have to pay have due dates because we would never pay them if they didn't have a due date. We have to have these time or sometimes it's scarcity related things to help us make decisions because then the brain is forced to make a decision. If the brain is forced to make a decision, it's going to make a decision one way or the other. But when it's not forced to make a decision, then it rather just not make a decision at all. So this is a very biological thing. And I'm going over like, I am not a neurosurgeon. I do not study the brain, but I do read a lot about the brain. I love reading about how our brain works from uh, habits, from marketing, from just day-to-day living. And so this is just how our brain works. We need help making decisions. Now, some people are better, and I don't want to say better, quicker in making decisions than others. So if you're someone who's like, well, I've had courses all the time that are open. Great. That is you. And sometimes we look through the lens of our own 
eyes when making marketing decisions. So if you're like, well, I don't ever read a long sales page, you don't have a long sales page because you think that everyone's like you. Or if you're like, well, I can make a decision without a timer. Great. That's through your lens. But chances are when we look at like population, let's just break this down and say, if we just look through the desk, it's a personality test. There are four of them. So if you're, let's say, a high D personality like me, that means you make decisions quick. You don't read all the details. I'm not a fact finder when it comes to like, I don't need to know every detail that's in the program. I just need to know the price and what's the promise. That's all I really need. And I can make a decision. That's like 25% of the world. The other 75% I'm going to miss out on if I run my business through only that lens. And it's the same thing with open and closed cart. If you're only doing this through your lens and how you buy, you're going to miss the majority of the population. So when we think about open, you have to know that it's going to be harder sometimes to make sales because there's no reason for them to buy now. Now you could do like expiring bonuses and stuff like that. They can definitely help. But there is this sense of they're not going to make a decision as quick. And we've seen this with beta to biggie. The reason beta to biggie is always open enrollment is because it's application only. We only take up to 10 people per month. It is open, but we have a limit on how many people we take per month. And because it is a bigger investment, we don't want to rush people into a decision. So that's some of the reasons why. Also, another reason why is if yours is very time specific. So if I'm a pregnant and I'm looking for a course on um, birth, like a birthing experience, like my friend Nicole, she is a OBGYN and she has a birthing class course. It is always open because her people only have nine months to get their life together before the baby comes. And Most people don't even find out until the first or second month is over. And so she has a very small window where people, this course would be beneficial to them in their journey. So it's always open because their scarcity is built into their situation. They need it now because they're going to have a baby soon. And so there's not a ton of situations like this where it's like, I have a very small window, but there are some and pregnancy is one of them. So if you were teaching like, birth classes, then it probably would be beneficial to have it open all the time. Now, there's so many things we can do with expiring bonuses and stuff like that we're not going to get into, but that would make sense. So those are kind of the pros and cons of an open model. You also have people constantly coming into the program, which can be good or bad. It can make them feel like they don't have the same attention as other people because, you know, It's open. They're always coming in or they don't feel connected to the community because they didn't come in with a cohort. But it can also be super good for the community because you have fresh blood coming in each and every single month to like mix things up. So there's pros and cons of having an open membership course or group coaching. I would say for the most of you who are listening, it's not the most ideal for when you're getting started, but that doesn't mean that it's not going to work for you. Okay, so now the close model. This is when you only open the doors a few times a year. Now, most people are like, but I'm going to miss out on the people who want right now. Yeah, but if they're really, really interested, they're probably going to wait around for yours to open. We've had people wait around a year for conversions for clients to open. So it's not like the people who are supposed to be in your program are going to be there. They're going to wait. It brings a lot of hype. 
Also, when you launch, you typically have bigger launches because people have been waiting. They know it's coming. And so instead of having maybe consistent revenue every single month, you have like this massive jump. So an example conversions for clients is all of our launches were around 200,000 and we spent very little on ad spend. So those are massive jumps. And some people are like, well, then the next month you don't have, well, you can do payment plans, stuff like that to make it, or you can just treat that 200,000 like a year worth of revenue. You know, there's so many ways to manage the finances and I wouldn't get hung up on that. However, one thing that does is it builds a lot of momentum. It gets people excited. And typically when there's this push all at once, people are like, heck yeah, let's do this. They're pumped. And then they all come in together and they build strong relationships. Now, can you do that with an open? Yes, you can. Is it more common with the closed model? Yes, because there's this push and maybe you do these big pushes every month. Um, I would imagine that would get exhausting, but there's ways to make this work. But a closed model usually have like a really big open cart, closed cart. It, some people do 10 days. I teach in beta to be a four to five day cart open period because I don't want you to be exhausted. I want to make sure that we're really regulating our energy. And so with that being said, that can work really well for cohorts. It can work really well for memberships. It can work really well for courses where you only have to focus on getting people in for a very small amount of time. And then you pour all your energy into those students. So they get your 100% focus because you're not worried about marketing. You're You're just focused on getting them results. So there's a lot of power in that. And you're not always spinning your wheels. Now, here's the thing, though. If you only have a closed model and then let's say one of your launches flops because ads didn't work, webinar links were wrong, something happens, then you just put all your eggs in maybe two bat haskets because twice a year launching, then that gets a little sticky. Like, what do you do now that you didn't have the revenue you were projecting? And this can be one of the downfalls of having a closed model is that you are putting a lot of emphasis only on one to four times a year. And that can cause stress during launches, knowing that this is going to be a hefty part of your revenue and things do happen. And so we have always had really good experience with our conversions for clients launches, but there's also been times where ads changed and I was a little nervous, like a lot nervous. And so When we work in that, I think it's great for community building. I think that it also helps manage energy. But during that time of open, it's one of those things where you're holding your breath, sometimes hoping that everything works out like you expected. So that's kind of the pros and cons of open and closed. And so that's why I also want to put out a third one. This has been my favorite one. This is how we've built Surfscale Soar. And for you who are new, SurfScale Store is my membership and same name as the podcast. And so with that, what we've always done is one to two launches per year. I think in the beginning we did three, one to two launches per year. And then we had ways for them to enroll on Evergreen. So when I say go check out our 10K training, that's the same training we do live and it goes through the same sequence that we do live. So there's a five-day window where people can join if they're just finding us and then it closes the door. So it's kind of like this hybrid approach 
where our doors are always open to new people, but for a limited time, and we have open and closed for our email list. So this hybrid model has been great because you have some people who need, like they want in now. Like I'm that person who, when I find a program, I want in now. And if I can't get in now, you're probably going to miss out on me because I'm going to go somewhere else. Most people are not like that. I am. So having this hybrid approach has really helped us for our quick decision makers. And then also for our people who need more information, more nurturing, our fact finders, then it's great for them because they go through the evergreen and then they usually join us when we do a live and they can come in with a big cohort. So there's a lot of magic around that. So that's why I want to encourage you. Let's start thinking about how can we really think about AB conversations and when we get in one of those where it feels like an either or, can we brainstorm some CDEF ways to work our business. And this doesn't just apply to open or close enrollment. It also applies to everything in your business. When we can start to see other possibilities than the A or B, we really start to open up our minds and make better business decisions. And if you go with one of the A or Bs, that's not bad, but at least you brainstorm some other ways to run. So for me, we've done all of them. Beta to Piggy, open enrollment. You can go to betatopiggy.com, watch my training, apply. And then we have conversions for clients, which is only open once a year, which we actually decided not to open this year. And then we have Surf Scale Sort. That is like this hybrid, amazing approach. And inside of Beta to Piggy, we really help you decide what's the right way for you. Maybe you start out as open or close. You transition, maybe you go to a hybrid method, but we teach you how to make those decisions that are best for your business. Conversions for clients, I absolutely loved having on a closed door way. I loved opening it and then closing it and my focus was solely on my students. Serve scale sore, I think there's so much power in having the hybrid approach. And then beta to biggie, open is okay, but we still see people that wait to make their decision because there is no close. So how can we maybe incorporate some things that don't put stress on people because it is higher ticket, but also like help people make decisions. And I think this is what we do as marketers. We're always balancing what's right for my business, what helps my clients best, and what are some things that we're okay if it takes them a year to make a decision. And that's okay, which we've had people in beta to biggie do. And so one thing I want you to know and get out of this episode is There's pros and cons to everything, but can we expand ourselves further than just A or B conversations? And for most of you, I would say that the hybrid approach that we teach in Beta to Biggie is actually the best approach for consistent revenue, um, stable growth, because the thing is, it's not this roller coaster of growth. It's stable growth. It's consistent growth, and it's easier to maintain. And we teach you how to set up your program for a hybrid approach which also makes it better because then you can go back and forth if you want to do it open, if you want to do it closed, if you don't want to launch, you have that flexibility. And so I cannot wait to hear what you decide. I would love for you to pop over on Instagram and let me know, do you have an open or closed program or are you looking for more of a hybrid approach? And y'all, if you're like, Brandy, I am so ready to create or scale my leverage program Head to betatobiggie.com. It's B-E-T-A-T-O-B-I-G-G-I-E.com. And we have a free training you can opt in from. And from that training, you can apply to join us inside Beta to Biggie. 
I do read over every single application. And if we think you you would be a good fit and we can help you, we'll jump on a call and brainstorm your membership, your course, your leverage program and decide is a open, is a closed, is a hybrid approach best for you. So if you're ready, head to beta to biggie.com. And until next week, y'all go out, serve your clients, scale your business and soar into the success you deserve. Thanks again for tuning in to the Serve, Scale, Soar podcast with your host, Brandy. If you loved our podcast, please be sure to leave a comment or review and be sure to tune in next time.